This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is BetQL Daily from BetQL. Welcome back. Jeremy Kahn, Cody Decker here with you, taking you up until noon Eastern. Uh, Going to have a good time uh, talking some sports. We've been, hell, I think we've been having our own shows during the commercial breaks as well as uh, Cody we and I really are to know each other. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's get, I, I love talking NBA and and I, I hate bringing it up all the time, but I'm in Baltimore. We don't have a team here. Some people watch the Wizards, but I'm a Mavericks fan just uh, and I've been for a long, long time. Um, and it was so cool to see Dirk Nowitzki last night at the All-Star Game talking and, and hearing him because some of my favorite games watching he was involved with and then now seeing Luka there. But a lot of interesting teams in the league this year and, and some surprises and things that we didn't think would happen with Harden getting moved at, you know, at the beginning of the year. Nobody would have guessed that that was going to happen uh, for Ben Simmons. And, of course, that trade package, we saw C.J. McCollum go to the Heat. Um, and then even the Lakers having this subpar season and what's going to happen now with Anthony Davis being out for an extended period of time. Um, lots to get into. But let me start with this. The Miami Heat and Phoenix Suns are the leaders in the respective conferences. Which one is more likely to be there at the end of the season, in your opinion? And I feel like the Heat are not getting enough love, but this Suns team, is it's very, very dangerous. Give me your thoughts. Okay, my thoughts are, and keep on, you're the basketball guy more than I am, but based on what I've seen all season, I think the Heat are very, very, very real. And I do think the Suns are real too, but come on, we can't sit here and not pretend that there's not a history, a back catalog of 30 years of death, taxes, and the Suns do not survive the playoffs. So I, are the Suns going to be the last team standing? On paper, it looks like it. I don't think at the end of the day they're getting past Golden State. Oh, that's a good one. Um, and then I guess conversely, I could say this about the Heat. Like, I love this Heat squad. Like, people are going, oh, the Bulls are the sleeper team. And even with the Heat having you know, the best record, people are not talking about it. It's like, okay, Milwaukee, wait until the, the Sixers get hardened. And the Nets, if they get healthy, what's going to happen there? Like, all these things are true, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And I think anything could happen in the Eastern Conference. I do think completely that the Suns are the best team out West. And until we see Golden State with that group all back together again, um, and we've seen parts of it, but they haven't been healthy. And maybe they do just – it just clicks because they played together so long um, that there is a really good chance that this just works for them and they make their run again. I hope not. I hate dynasties unless it's my team. <laughs> so, um, But <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind seeing Chris Paul win one because he's been a guy that I'm like – everybody talks about him. He's one of the best players in NBA history at, at his position at point guard and, and what he does. Doesn't turn the ball over. Great, uh, you know, good score, great assist man. He turns average players into all-star players like he did with Tyson Chandler when he was in New Orleans and elsewhere. Um, but I'd love to see him win. So I'd side with the Suns, but you're right. 92-93, uh, they lose in the finals to the Bulls when John Paxson shot. And then last year didn't get it done against the Bucks. So would Can not surprise me. 
you mm-hmm. mentioned you mentioned you just mentioned Chicago, and I'm I'm really a big fan of what the Bulls have been doing this year. I mean, if you look right behind me, I got this wonderful Wheaties box right behind me of Michael <laughs> Jordan. Um, even though I'm a Laker fan, but I will say that like this is this team real to you? That I I've been second guessing myself all season long about the about the Chicago Bulls because at first it seems like yeah yeah they're getting ahead right now, but I feel like they're taking advantage of some teams that are a little unhealthy at the moment. Then they started getting healthy and started winning more. And I'm, I'm are are they pretenders or are they? Or do you think the Bulls are legitimately real? I think they're legitimately real. I don't think this year is their year. If they put it all together, great. You know, I'm happy for them. It's good to see the Bulls get uh, good again, and I'd like to see the Knicks back in it and some of those familiar teams we always talked about, at least from my childhood growing up. Um, but I think next year is kind of like they're going to figure out who they are. And and one of the key cogs for this, everybody was talking about how great DeMar DeRozan was playing down the stretch here going into the All-Star break, and he was fantastic. Um, but, you know, when you add in Vucevic and, of course, you 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 take in Lonzo Ball uh, and, and Zach Levine and Ayo DeSumo, it, like there's a lot of great things there. But I think the piece for them and the guy that's going to lead them is DeRozan. I was reading stories this year of how he drove to Illinois when Io uh, was getting put into their Hall of Fame for the uh, fighting Illini, and he surprised him and showed up. He drove like an hour and a half to go to the on his day off. I just think that's a great teammate, and maybe you could speak more to it about how locker rooms and clubhouses when they're when they're great, like teams feed off of that. There's no problems behind the scenes. Um, and there was another game where DeRozan misses six free throws in the game, and he stayed at the United Center with nobody in there and shot 500 free throws, like. These stories are legit, they're real, and it shows you how much these guys care about their craft. I don't know that this year is the Bulls' year, but I would not be surprised if they if they made a run this year or even next year once they figure out some of the pieces they need to add. So I'll, I'll follow up with this question because here's the thing I'm legitimately thinking about doing. Are they worth taking a flyer on? Because we're talking about all these Eastern Conference teams that are currently, you know, we know what the Miami Heat are. We think they are very real. We don't know what we're going to get out of Philly or Brooklyn going forward, but we can assume it's going to be pretty impressive. In fact, last night at the All-Star Game, Shaq and, and, uh, and Charles Barkley were kind of getting into it about who is the best team in the East. And Shaq vehemently is like, oh, you really think they're going to be, both these teams are going to be better than the Heat and the Bulls going forward just because of this trade? And, you know, Charles was very adamant, yes, I do think so. And he has a fair point. So the question is, are the Bulls worth taking a flyer? Because I have to assume their playoff odds are not going to be nearly as high as the other ones. I love taking a flyer on them. I did this with the Jazz a couple of years ago where I took a flyer on them. This is before they got hot. And the odds were so great. I'm like, do I think the Jazz are going to win the championship? No. Uh, but that year, they had a great year, and they just missed out. And I felt like it was a wise bet to make. More times than not, when you're making future bets, they're losing. You're hoping to win one for every, what, five or six you bet, depending on the odds, if you're betting, you know, long distance or long distance, um, you know, be- uh, better odds or long odds as far as like 30 to 1, 40 to 1. You're betting a 2 to 1 or a 3 to 1. You're betting the favorite. You're expecting them to win. Um, so I do think the Bulls, it's a nice flyer, a little sprinkle there, if you will, mm-hmm. on them. Uh, there's a couple teams that I like doing that with, and I, I just think it's um, it's great to, to look at those. But uh, one other team to bring up, the Celtics, because we talk mm-hmm. about them. They, they mentioned blowing it up at one point, and then Jalen Brown was just on one towards the end of the season. I mean, he was just killing teams. Uh, and then you add in now Derek White. They were one of the hottest teams going to the break. They might be another interesting one if you want to – I don't believe in them as much, but if you wanted to sprinkle something on them. They, they, I mean, yeah, I think they've been playing out of their minds, but you mentioned that this was a team that was ready to blow it up a couple of weeks ago, and all of a sudden, okay, now we're contenders, and especially with the moves that Philly and Brooklyn made, and obviously the other team. The Eastern Conference, man, is tough. That is a tough, tough conference. So much so that 
you know, we're talking about Brooklyn as if they're going to win the finals. What are they currently ranked? What are they 10th currently in the Eastern conference? It's not like they're at the top of the conference in any way, shape or form. So it's kind of, this is going to be a very interesting second half. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Brooklyn currently sits in the eighth seed, but everybody's knotted up there in that grouping. Like Toronto has 32 wins, Brooklyn, 31, Charlotte, 29, Atlanta, 28. And then you have Washington, New York, some of these teams that most people don't believe in, but like, Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Philadelphia, Chicago, Miami. Chicago's they're the number two seed. You know, they got the second best record in the Eastern Conference. I think some of this changes. The landscape will change over the next couple of weeks. But um, but it, there's no easy outs even in the first round unless you get that one or two seed. And then then what if you ran into Brooklyn in the first round and you're a top seed? The Bulls playing Brooklyn. Could you imagine that? R round That's one a tough top seed. That's yeah, a I, That's tough. I mean, like especially knowing what they're probably going to start doing going forward. I mean, it's just. That's going to be a tough one. I don't know. I just don't know. That's why I question whether or not the Bulls can survive this. I very much question whether or not the Celtics can survive it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, I, one of these other things I want to get to but before we get to the Lakers, but just with the Heat, they have absolute dogs. Bam, Butler, uh, Kyle Lowry, those guys are dogs. Like, they'll go out. They don't care who they're playing. Put the five best players in the league on the same team. It's like, let's go beat them. I want to beat them with this group I have. I don't want to join them. And to me, like, I, I love teams like that because they're gritty. They can slow down the pace, force you to play their style, and you have to be really good to be able to beat them at their style. So – uh, if the, the Heat are at home, I think it's going to be a tough out. Milwaukee ran into it a few years ago when everybody had high hopes for them, and the Heat knocked mm -hmm. them out of the playoffs. Remember when they made their run? So, yeah. Um, yeah, so lots of stuff there. Let's get to your Lakers because I've always loved Russell Westbrook. I When they made the move, I'm like, that's an unbelievably bad fit because you want to surround Westbrook with shooters because of his ability to drive. He needs to handle the ball to be successful, and when you have LeBron – you know, in key moments or even throughout the game, that's going to be a guy you want handling the ball primarily. And I don't know, Russ sitting in the corner is such a great idea. Um, how do yeah. you see your Lakers uh, right now as it stands? Well, you mentioned AD going down. We don't know long, how long that's going to be. That's a, that's to me, that's more or less the death blow to this team, unless LeBron just figures out how to, just to take completely take it over. You mentioned Westbrook. I was a little more optimistic about Westbrook coming to Los Angeles. It's home to him, UCLA guy. Hell, I'm currently in Los Angeles. I am three blocks away from four of Russell Westbrook's uh, uh, his car dealerships. Like, I can walk there right now. So I thought this was going to be a nice homecoming, but as of right now, it is just not a fit in any way, shape, or form. You mentioned who you want to have the ball in the hands of at the end of the game, and it ain't Wes. Uh, you know, I'd rather have it in AD's hands. I'd rather have it in LeBron's hands. And this is a, this team just feels mismatched at the moment. And it doesn't need, they don't seem to know what they are. 
And just seeing these post-game press conferences, they're almost depressing at this time. Even last night's press conference, where you saw LeBron praising the living hell out of the GM of the Golden State Warriors. I'm like, that's not a not-so-subtle dig that you guys didn't do anything at the trade deadline. But isn't LeBron kind of the GM of the Lakers? Um, Seems like it. Well, and, and you know, like, I know they missed out on some of the things they wanted. And, and the weird thing is, when the Lake, to me, the Lakers are really bad when Westbrook and LeBron are on the floor together. Like, when, when you make that substitution and one sits and the other one's like, oh, now I know what I'm supposed to do. And, and it's primarily Westbrook. I, and, and again, I'm a Westbrook. You can call me a Stan, whatever. I, I don't know that anybody works harder than this cat. And whether or not you want to talk about he's not a great jump shooter. The other aspects of the game, he is unbelievably good at. And I just remember someone telling me a story about him at the uh, Combine in Vegas. That guy showed up and they were ready for a workout. And by the time they got there, Russell Westbrook had already been working out for two hours before the guys, mm-hmm. before they even started to work out. They were looking at me, he's just covered in sweat. And it's like, how long have you been here? And one of the former players told me, he said, he, that's just who he is. He's just an absolute workhorse. Um, ironically, not a great jump shooter. And that's part of the problem with the Lakers. Like, it sounded so stupid, but they were desperate for Malik Monk to get healthy to have another shooter on the outside. I think they really miss um, uh, the kid they got from the Heat. Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, the other guard, the lefty, um, that oh. they brought over. Uh, yeah, so, 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 go ahead. No, here's a question for you. What is it going to take for the Lakers to turn it around? Do you think there is a way they can do it? I mean, we're past the trade deadline, so I really don't. I don't think so. Like, if I were them, I would have. I would have made that move for John Wall to see if that worked out better. A guy that's maybe a little bit better shooter, just to try and see if something worked. And I know they didn't want to give up a first round pick, but man, that's it's so tough. And and in the Western Conference, you're right. No, the Warriors are a team that everybody has to talk about, but there are a handful of other teams that. What happens if Jamal Murray comes back? Where are the Nuggets then? Um, you know, we're not talking about teams like the Suns. The Mavericks last year started to make a run because Luca's special, but you know they traded away some pieces to pick up some guys in the offseason next year. So uh, it's going to be fun. It'll be interesting to see how the whole thing plays out. But um, you know, I, I just don't think the Lakers are very good right now, and I don't think they're going yeah. to be. Yeah, it's tough. So I mean, you're, we're in a town where the Clippers are a better basketball team than the Lakers, and I can't believe I'm saying that I love. And they're missing their two superstars. So think about that. All right, download your favorite BetQL shows at any time from the Odyssey app or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, The Daily Tip. We got BetQL Daily, You Better You Bet, and BetMGM Tonight. You can listen to all those on the uh, on the Odyssey app and check it out. At, uh, download it at BetQL or download your favorite BetQL shows. I'm Jeremy Kahn. That's Cody Decker. We'll be back after this. Hey, it's Joe Ostrowski from BetQL Daily, 9 to noon Eastern. Download the free Odyssey app now to watch and listen to the Daily Tip. BetQL Daily, you better you bet, and bet MGM tonight on the BetQL Network.